and we are on ready to go welcome back to another episode of the fpl show hopefully you've had a good game week we've got a lot happening here we've obviously got a big game week coming up here uh, wednesday morning our time here in australia but obviously tuesday night i think the majority of the games are with a couple sort of uh, for us, Thursday and one game on Friday, which is Man United and Leicester, I believe. So, fellas, how are you going? How would your week go? <laughs> um, <Tom's> <laughs> the green screen. <laughs> how did you get that going, lad? Oh, I'll tell you later, mate. That's all right. Um, yeah, uh, look, I think there's taken a lot of mental toughness for me to come here on this stream because I'm now at the worst I've ever seen my rank ever in my life. So there you go. Fantastic. That's exactly what we want to hear, but that's what we're here for. <laughs> so we, we're, we're here for obviously wanting to do well, but we're also here to help you guys improve your ranks. So I might kick us off here. So be prepared because if you're not used to this, get a look at this. We've got on screen movement that is viewable. This was my game week. So I scored 58 points with my wildcard this week. Uh, Sanchez came up clutch actually with eight points as a goalkeeper. Trent, 17, Cancelo, one, Emerson, six. Pascal Gross. Now, I got very lucky here, fellas, because going into the deadline, I had Saliba on and I thought, nah, I'm going to take the attacker here. And I did have Aronson in the team and I last minute pivoted to Pascal Gross because I liked the long-term um, Brighton fixtures and I got rewarded. Martinelli, Salah, and De Bruyne, obviously, all, and then Tony, Jesus, and Welbeck all blanking. So when you're looking at six forwards blanking and I get a 58, I'll probably take that, to be perfectly honest. So just, just under the average, if I didn't wildcard, I think I would have got 60 or 62 points. So obviously for this week, it wasn't a positive in that respect, but... I think long-term, the team's still in better shape for wildcarding, if that makes sense. So although I didn't get the immediate returns, I'm pretty happy with those returns there. So I'm hoping you guys have your teams up and about on screen. If you don't, can you please load your team with your points? Has anyone got theirs yeah. up already? I think I do. So if I share my screen... Yeah. Can you share your screen, Damo? Because for those listening to the podcast... I highly recommend you jump over to YouTube because right now we have, I don't know what you're on. <laughs> uh, wrong, wrong tab. I had to go back. To there we tab. go. You should be able to see, you should be able to yep. see my team now. We are on. We've got Damo's team. So if you're listening to the podcast, this is your one final plug. Get over to YouTube because this is the way forward for the boys here on the FPL show. We have riveting content here and Damo, take it away. Um, Got talked into the wild card. I didn't, you know what? I, I I didn't get talked into it. There was a lot of good evidence and a lot of good points to wild card, which Paul brought up in the pod, and we talked about after the after the pod. So, and I've come out and said it was my choice to wild card, even though I did openly say after wild carding, before wild carding, I would have preferred to not have wild card. My wild card team, because I would have had Sanchez included, would have got something in the vicinity of seventy to seventy-two points, give or take. Um, so it's a pretty big swing considering that I'm now 5.2 mil in the world. That's the worst I've ever been ranked in my life. Um, only positive is obviously I kept Trent. I went to Libra, um, and I like that long-term. Um, unlike Paul, I kept Aronson because I do like the long-term fixtures for Leeds as well. Ideally, I think Harrison is the best out of the Leeds three. 
Um, and then obviously first week I've had Tony Blanks, Jesus Blanks, Sulla Blanks, De Bruyne Blanks. First week I've had him in, and I backed Trippier in to get a clean sheet. Didn't happen either. So Tony still looked good though. He did, and he should have had an assist because when he hits the post, Wizard then flies over the bar, and that would have counted as an FPL assist. So that's a bit annoying. Or he could have scored the header. That would have been great. Um, more importantly, I don't mind my bench here with Emerson and Andreas, but the big talking point for me is Isaac. And this was a very late call where you went gross. I had a tweet from the FPL hub, which we're obviously members of, and I think that website's cost me more points than Mamie this year because <laughs> it's caught me to a lot of decisions because of expected data. And they released a Twitter saying that Newcastle were rushing in to get the deal done to get him registered for the squad because of the injuries they had. In the end, he didn't even make the squad. So I was like, right. Because <laughs> I didn't expect Wood to start and I didn't expect Wilson to obviously play because Wilson's obviously injured. So with them getting Isaac done as quickly as possible, for me, that was signaling that he's at least getting minutes off the bench, if not starting, and he has this, this decent fixtures going forward. It did not happen. And they got Liverpool next. I've already planned to make a transfer, but we'll go through that in a second after we go through Dom's team as a differential. Because I think when I'm now out the five mil and I've used my wild card, I've now got to change how I play FPL to make points back. And it's not a way that I enjoy playing or I've played. I only play it a game like 35 to 38 when you're really trying to make Warwick. But I think there's ever a time for me to now not panic, but to go differential. Now's the time. And I'll explain what my move will be next week. All righty. So, Dom, do you want to share your screen with your team up there or do you need me to pull it up? No, so I'll share the screen. All right, beautiful. So, obviously, some talking points there that we'll get into a little bit later as well. Um, Am I on? You are on. Let me add it. And there we go. Talk away. Uh, 52 with a wild card. So, I actually worked out that my... Team pre-wildcard would have scored better than this by, by quite a bit due to the fact of 13 goals between Liverpool and Man City and zero contributions from De Bruyne and Salah, who played full games each. Yeah. De Bruyne played the 88, but I'm saying it's a full game. Yeah. If that's not the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen, I don't know what is. But... <laughs> but the thing was, though, Salah is such yeah. high ownership, though. The De Bruyne one's the one that hurts more there. Yeah, trading him in for Halland. Yep. So, anyway, Raya 6, which I take, considering he conceded. Had, it was tossing up between him and Sanchez, but a two-point different. Well, if I make the right decision, I'll win my money league matchup. But, anyway, Perisic, who I bought in 6. Saliba, who I bought in 7. Trent, who I was going to trade out, 17. Yeah. That one, that's a good one. Cancelo one is very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. He has been, yeah, he's just been... He's not looking as yeah. good, is he? We'll talk uh, about him later. City has been like, yeah. so unlucky, though. No, but yeah, he's not no, looking we'll go, the same, though. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get into him no, later. No, nah. uh, Salah, captain three. Martinelli, two is disappointing. Same as Rodrigo, same as De Bruyne. Same as... The whole front six is very, very disappointing. <laughs> To still get 52 from that position, then it's not the end of the world either. Yeah, but, you know, still dropped off in, as you can see, a lot of red arrows here. Yeah, join the club. Um, but, it, yeah. I will, I will say, we're in the same head-to-head -head pay league. How does it feel, Dom, that I'm 5.2 mil in the world and we're on the same points in our head-to-head -head league? Because I won mine this week somehow. How did you win? I don't know. I played a bloke that got 42 <laughs> points because he had Harlan and uh, he had uh, Kane and Son and Captain Suller as well, and he had Patterson playing. 
Yeah, it's nearly worked out. <laughs> you know, that's just the rub of the green. But um, I am disappointed with the wild carding and scoring lower. But I think, I think in the long out. term, I'm a lot better off, at which we'll yeah. get on. We'll get on to. Yep. 100%. So I, think, I think I'm the only one that's not happy with the team moving forward. But I have a plan. So, and that's the good thing. You've always got, got a plan, plan don't we? We've got a plan. <laughs> about can we enact the plan so i've started thinking a little bit further forward as well um wouldn't mind getting straight into sort of some of the things that i wouldn't mind wanting to talk about and we've alluded to one player in particular which is jack Cancelo. so damo yep. what you don't know is that dom and i've actually already started speaking about this um when did we talk about it last night dom um about Cancelo, and i kind yes. of sent dom a bit of a blind uh, test and I want to stop sharing my screen and I want to restart sharing my screen. Um, I've started thinking about what am I going to do with Cancelo? How do I make money? The only way I can see myself making some serious money is if I do eventually downgrade Cancelo because Trent once again has just proven that he is so valuable to our teams. So I sent Dom this screen here without obviously Cancelo there. I blanked out him and James. And then I'll, I think I sent you a lot of the screen like this and I just blanked out the names yeah. Cancelo and James. So you can see that the average positions, you can see Cancelo here on the left is obviously drifting inside a lot more. Like he is playing a bit down this higher end, but there's a high percentage of the ball here in that sort of central midfielder role, which is why I like De Bruyne because with De, De Bruyne on the other side, he is the one on the right-hand side that's getting into the space that Walker's not really moving into. But then when you look at the data here, you're looking at the points, obviously, Reese James, and albeit he's also had two and a half games playing at centre-back pretty well. 22 points to 19, one goal, one assist to zero and one. But for me, the expected points being pretty similar is fine. The XG, again, the defenders, it's fine. But what I'm liking here is what Cancelo normally gets is chances and shots in the box he's not having it he's had one so far through four game weeks which is the concerning thing because they've had four really winnable matchups and he's had one shot in the box compared to reese james who's had three who spent a lot of time playing as a center back as well shots on target too but reese james having seven shots to Cancelo three overall so Cancelo's not even having that many shots outside the box so you're paying seven million pound for a premium defender whose goal threat's not there right now. So I want to go back and watch the game against Palace because I was watching Liverpool. I haven't had a chance to um, evaluate it yet. But so far, the attacking data is telling me go to Reese James and pocket the extra one mil. The other thing, the only thing that I'm noticing here is final third passes. Now, my thing is final third is an interesting stat because Man City are having a lot of the ball. What this is telling me is he's not doing anything with it though because... His through balls are low. Only nine of those 125 passes have been crosses. So when you're looking at percentages, they're not dangerous passes is what I'm, I'm getting at. So for me, the only thing making me not transfer it this week is the fact that City play Forest. But I'm looking longer term. There's no reason why you can't go Cancelo to Reese James. What are you guys thinking? Look, I'm with you, and I'm not taking him out this week against Forest. And unless he gets a 12-pointer, 
I've already set all my stream. Unless it gets a 12 point, I'm looking to go to Reese James myself because of the same reasons. For final, we won't play this week, but final will probably play the week after. And that will make sure that will lock Reese James at right wing back. Yep. It's more importantly, whenever they went down, the, when they went down the 10 men, James at the right wing back and looked fantastic. I do think there's a world where Cook is more nailed on than everyone imagines as well, which is kind of the reason why I wish I didn't wild card because I would have had Cook and he should have had a second assist. But more importantly, the wing backs yet again are proving that they're getting up and down the pitch for Chelsea when they are in the right position and they have the best right wing back in the league yeah. in, in, in James. And James did it against backs, Spurs so yeah, as well. That's the other thing. Yeah. And I think that there's going to be more points on the horizon to outscore Cancelo in the future. Unless we see a little bit of a change from City, you got to remember, Cancelo's never been that fullback that bombs down the line and whips it in with his left peg when he plays left back. It's always been getting inside and he gets in between centre-back and fullback. And a lot of his assists or whatever actually comes from the byline where he cuts back onto his right and then slots it across the box to the on-rushing midfielders like Gundogan or De Bruyne on the top yeah. of the box or whatever. And most of his goals come from bangers outside the area when he comes inside, right? I like mm. the fact he's made a lot of passes in that final third because it gets him a lot of bonus, bonus points because yep. he's a bonus point merchant, right? Which is where I think in games where Cantelli keeps a clean sheet and City have a lot of the ball, he's a very good asset. Because even though he might not get an assist, he'll get a bonus point or two. Even in games he doesn't get an assist. Yeah. Is this? Um, Cantelli. So I feel like he's definitely an asset to keep an eye on and potentially downgrade. And at the same time, though, I wouldn't be getting him out for, uh, for this Forrest. Week. And I believe they've got, got Villa next. If he gets a big haul against Forrest, I would keep him again. He's someone, mm-hmm. though, that you probably want to switch to James now or never because James has got three good fixtures. Then he works in Liverpool. Then you've got Palace on the break. You can then ride him out. Zaha. You can ride him yeah, out of then, Liverpool though. And then he's got Palace as well, which Palace against Zaha, but I guess he gets the forward returns there. Um, but yeah, uh, there's also options. If you look below that bracket that you can move to, if you don't have Perisic, Perisic, if you want to ride that, if you've got another playing defender on the bench, um, you've got Trippier. If you don't have Trippier on your side as well, that you know, if New, Newcastle defense returns to what it should be, he's going to be good fixtures. Depends how much money well. you want to make, I guess. And then there's the differential uh, differentials, which I like. And there's one that is 0.1% owned that I'm looking at very heavily. 0.1% far out. You want me to, <laughs> no, you want me to name drop? Wait, yeah. does he play for Brighton? Yes, he does. Yeah, I know he is. What, Lampy? Yeah. Nah, Ustapentiers. No, who? Um, the left wing back. Oh, it's Stupian. Uh, it's Stupian. Yeah, You're putting random letters in his name, Damo. Yeah, I was. I was going to. Ustiem Fientes, Mr. Soup, as I call him. Because he's. Yeah, the Soup. The soup. <laughs> he goes mm-hmm. down that left hand side. He got his first start after getting integrated the week before. He's a Cucurella replacement. And in that game against Brighton, he was high, wide, whipping balls across the box. And plus, right. the defense is good. I haven't seen him yet, so, but. I'm after keep my. I out. think there's definitely potential there. Only problem is I want to see a few more weeks, and by that stage the uh, Brighton fixtures are over. So, um, but yeah, yeah I, I think problem. James is viable, and I think there's a few other options as well. Yeah. Any comment on that one, Dom? Are you pretty happy there? Yeah, pretty happy. Has the resident Chelsea yeah. personality thoughts on James after the red card? Uh, I actually didn't watch the game. I was at a fiftieth, but I watched the highlights and. He just looks good. Like yeah. every, even with 10 men. And I think once the, I said to you, Paul, once Bafana is settled and Kulabali is obviously back, he's back this week, but once they get that back four of, back five, sorry, of Kukurella, 
Fofana, Silva, Kulabali, and James back yeah, to right that's wing. Solid. That's I think deadly, especially when they're playing those bottom fifteen yep. clubs. At you five know, five, a always a lock for a clean sheet. At five yeah. five, what do you guys think of Kulabali as an option, or maybe uh, even less now? Go, I reckon Fofana at four four. Yeah, yeah. Kulabali, I'm going to go Fofana. That's not a bad shout. Then. Yeah, fair enough. Same position, same up. goal threat because they're both coming up for corners. Yeah. And then yeah. if if one gets the corner goal and one doesn't, you just feel unlucky. Yeah. yeah. And if they get a clean sheet, then you're winning. So yeah, fair enough. Exactly. Right, good point. Which, which I think for final will make a mockery of four four and worth looking at getting in. It's just a matter of do you want to ride two Chelsea defenders? Yeah, that's the thing. We got an interesting yeah. comment here like from Chelsea, yeah. from Dim as well. So he reckons to be fair, we looked better with ten men than eleven structurally. So once yeah. James, I guess, went back to, to right back there, um, yeah. managed to look a little bit better. So maybe yeah. Tuchel's had three weeks now of uh, tinkering with Reese James as a right centre-back and hopefully, look, if you want the best piece of that defence, it's, it's Reese James. I said it last week um, yeah. that I don't want to miss out on him and then I panicked this week. I don't even know why. I just want to see him at right wing back before I bring him in. But I think the Fafana deal definitely is going to help out um, with Reese James going to right wing back. So if you are in yeah. the chat, Make sure you add your questions in. If you want to see yourself on the screen, just like Dim did, make sure you add your comments here in the chat and I will get them up and about. But fellas, what direction are we going in next? Damo, have you got a few differentials you wanted to talk about or was Estupian well, we your main we, one? Estupian was my main one, the Mr. Soup. Um, my second one, though, is one that I am going to do this week and I'm going to do it live on stream with these guys right now so share my no. screen and then bring up my uh share my screen and then bring up my fpl side and let me know once you can see it it's up it's up you making your transfer on the episode <laughs> oh he's binning isaac after a game and i want uh, to speak about this boy yeah i don't mind it i want to speak about this boy and it is a pump for me say his name for the people listening <laughs> Raul Jimenez is owned by 0.4%. He came back in and all of a sudden Wolves went from a side that had no attack to a Wolves side that should have beaten Newcastle on the weekend. And he looked decent and he played 90 minutes. He's That's probably a big thing that he played 90 minutes. Yeah, he's the most out on attacker out of the whole Wolves side. Well, Potence hit the me, bench too. Pardon? Potence hit the bench too. That was a big call. That was a big call. For me... The reason why I like doing it, and I need to make rank, look at his next two game weeks. He's my differential for two game weeks. It's Bournemouth, Southampton. Then, obviously, game week seven, game week eight, I'm moving him out for another for the month. player. It could could be Isaac out, Isaac back in for Bournemouth from Fulham. I might go to Mitrovic a game early and ride him against Chelsea, and then he gets good fixtures. But I want to say, Roe Jimenez looked, for a guy that's been out injured, as good as he is, proven asset, and I think he's a very good differential to be looking at at the moment with the fixtures coming up against Bournemouth and Southampton, two very leaky defences. Thoughts? Yeah, Dom, do you want to go first on this one? What was that? Sorry? You do you want to go first? Just all cut out. On what, sorry, I missed that bit. All right, so I'll go first. So I rate it, Damo, because someone's going to put the ball in the back of the net oh, okay. for Raul Jimenez um, and for Wolves. Yep. Um, again, we've seen him in the past be that number one option. That's the, probably the main thing. We've, we know that he'll probably... Get on the end of crosses. He'll be that focal point. He'll get assists. He's sort of like an Ivan Tony, um, very similar type striker. So I, I like it. Obviously, you don't know what Isaac 
is going to be um, at this stage. And obviously with Liverpool up this week, probably not the time to be taking the punt with uh, Alexander Isaac. You make, what, 0.1 uh, extra. Yeah. To be fair, I don't, I don't mind that move at all, to be honest. Um, I'm pretty happy. Um, and you could easily ride that um, from an attacking yeah. perspective. Um, the good thing is we've got um, JS here just talking about the Wolves' whole defence with the next two fixtures are under 4.5 million. Could you yeah. ride, you know, potentially we might, we'll bring that up there as well, JS. We'll uh, make that a highlighted Definitely comment for you. Um, yep. Again, when you're looking at guys like Johnny's um, in particular, uh, for me, or Samato at right back, you could probably yep. take a pinch hit at one of those guys for 4.5 million. But I, then, like some, I like Samato. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind actually having a look at some of their data. I might pull it up as we're talking about the next sort of section just to see what their sort of attacking data is yeah. looking like from a defensive perspective. But I like it, Damo. Um, JS has you. got Johnny in for his um, wild card. Wild but the card. one thing I wouldn't mind talking about, Damo, whilst we've got your team up on the board from Lewis Talks, should I go for Ivan Tony as the third striker? I am very much of the Ivan Tony um, bracket. Yes. Um, Not even Tony, but Brentford as a whole. Brentford as a whole. Yep. Pictures are good. He's also been extremely solid, um, which has been. Really good. Like, he obviously blanked for the first time this week. Damo, it's probably more frustrating for you because you just brought him in and he blanked. But again, he had a really good opportunity there inside six yards, put a header into the post. Again, he's the focal point of that Brentford team. He, he, when you're paying $7 million for a striker, you're not expecting them to score every week. You've got to be mindful that there are going to be weeks where they blank because if Brentford are scoring goals every week, then they're going to finish in and around Europe. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, yeah. You got to take take it sometimes, but again, you, you just want to see the involvement. And again, he was he was involved uh, in the game at the weekend against Everton in a game that was one all, and it looked like it was a bit of a cagey one. So, look, end of the day, there was some goal threat there. You take it, Crystal Palace leads, and then I can't read the rest of your screen there because it's a bit small for me. Yeah, Leeds, Southampton, Arsenal, Bournemouth, Newcastle, Brighton. That's a great run. Game week eleven. Yeah, which is a great run for a def- for an attacker, and I'm pretty sure you could ride him through that as well. To follow on from Damo's differentials with Jimenez, that would be my one free transfer this week. I would be riding in game week six, as you can see here. In game week seven, he's got Liverpool. I've then got seven mil to spend. My next differential, if you're looking for a differential for forwards from game week seven, if I get rid of Jimenez, is firstly, Isaac's got West Ham, Bournemouth, Fulham. But there is someone that I want to speak about, and his name is not big yes! enough. But his name <laughs> yes! is Maka. My boy. He goes Newcastle, Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton. Yeah. I think from Gave Reek 7, he's very viable. The popular pick will be Mitrovic. For me, I think it could be Skamaka. And as much as Tony runs good, Mitrovic is better, and it may be Tony to Mitrovic. You can always move around those seven million ish mid uh, mid seven million forwards anyway to ride fixtures because I think yeah. our defenses are probably going to be set. The way we've set our wild cards up for me, when I'm looking at De Bruyne, Salah, Martinelli, gross for the next what? Let's have a look quickly. For the next five weeks is set and forget. So my midfield for five weeks is set and forget. The only things I'm really tinkering are Cancelo, Emerson, Royale, and then Welbeck yeah. and Ivan Tony. So they're four positions that I'll be trying to find, you know, 
the best options. And right now, I'm more than happy to ride Welbeck out for a few weeks if I need to. Yeah. And Welbeck could easily turn into Skamaka. He could also easily turn into Mitrovic. So. And Mitrovic's fixtures get good in game week nine when they go Newcastle, West Ham, Bournemouth. And I think riding Skamaka to game week 11, which is Southampton, matches up well because in game week 12, they then go Liverpool, Bournemouth, Man United. You can go Mitrovic to go Bournemouth, Aston Villa, Leeds, um, Leeds Everton. Yeah. So we're just going to play so the roulette. I'm, I'm thinking I'm playing the roulette of Jimenez to Skamaka to Mitrovic. And I feel like there's so much more value in these cheaper forwards than there is in the midfield, which is why it was another reason I wanted De Bruyne. Because yeah. if you have Haaland, then you can't run yeah, through. You know what I mean? You just, you're yeah, so locked. Yeah. You're so locked into the forwards, you lose the value. But yeah, this so value, six to eight forwards nine, versus mid. the six to eight mids, where you're only really at the moment looking at what Luis Diaz, Foden's not locked. Like these guys are locked, and, and you're talking about no European football. They're up and down. I oh, granted. No, I mean, like those, um, those oh. so far, those eight mids have been. Yeah, all over the place. Down. Diaz had a first good game of the eight mids. Well, he's had and two. Guys like, he's had yeah. two returns, and oh, he's been the best. Yeah, two returns. That's just the one standout. The rest have been yeah, pretty average. Nowhere. So and yeah, like you said, these mid-table clubs, no European football. They're going to start every single week. Yeah, and that and that's why I like the value. Like De Bruyne's obviously the bigger risk there because you know it's Man City. But granted, yeah. I'd rather have the extra point five mil in that locked asset of De Bruyne if he gets goals and whatnot. Then he's also looking at more point returns. Obviously, Haaland scoring a hat trick. We didn't foresee that. We went probably a week early anyway because I think we we're all in agreement that he's probably going to get rested this week against yeah, Forest. Yep. So you know he just managed to to hit fire at the right time. So before we move on, I think we've got a good question here from Dim. So while on Brentford, how long should we ride the silver? He was just a 4.5 playing option for me. I was never looking at De Silva for goal return. It was just, do I need someone in a good fixture who could potentially get me three points with a clean sheet or a, yep. some form of a return? Now, he's not in my uh, wildcard team because I've got four really good midfielders that start every game for me. And then I think Andreas is just a better 4.5. Um, yep. So, look, I'm okay with that. The other question we had here was from JS from a little bit ago, I think when he first got in. So have we spoken about Emerson at four mil? Dom, do you want to take that conversation? We've got Boy, it was I happy. I actually messaged Paul in when the teams came Emerson out. Emerson starting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know much, but I called it the three <laughs> at the back with Cresswell left centre back. You did. And Emerson left wing back. Now... Dragged a half time, but that's his first game. First game. I, I don't even think he played any preseason minutes for Chelsea. If he did, I think he was always going to be out the door with Cucurella coming in and um, Chilwell being there. But <laughs> I think don't be worried. If you're wild carding, he's a rubber ducky. Defender. Yeah, 100%. If you're a rubber ducky. Yeah, had to add um, that in. <laughs> he's playing as a wing back. Um, he will get on. That's the thing. He will get forward. And the thing is. This weekend, this coming weekend, so in two game weeks, he plays Chelsea, which is not eligible for. So they're probably thinking about that already. But beyond that, I well, think... They've got Spurs, Chelsea, Newcastle. So the next three aren't easy. 
But then the next run you get is Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton. I'd say he's startable in three of those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton. Game week 8 to 11, he doesn't leave your side. 8 to 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that period. He's for Newcastle, but then Everton, Wolves, Fulham, Southampton, he starts. 4.0 defender, the playing wing back. That's a yep. proven, like, you yeah. know, he's a European Championship winner. And then yeah. gets Bournemouth at home in 13 as well. I think they just, I don't know if Fantasy Premier League just thought he wouldn't leave or like 4.0 is ridiculous. I think yeah. it's because they thought he was going to sit yeah. at Chelsea and not play. But or leave, leave, like, leave to go back to Italy. Oh, okay, but, yeah. It's you know the same what? with Neko. Same what they did with Neko. Didn't think he was you know going to get You, you reap the rewards. Yeah. Now, speaking about fullbacks so, and Nottingham Forest, there was one yep. deal announced tonight that is interesting. Yeah. Brennan Lodi, yeah. done deal loan for the season, left wing back. Left side. Would yeah. be very interesting to see what he's priced at. Um, if he's at 4.5. I'm thinking 4.5 potentially. The way they're pricing. Because he's not like a starter for Brazil or anything. No, exactly. My, my question then is to you then, is with all these 4.5 mil options, is it worth just having only one premium riding a Trent or a James and then having the rest as 4.5s to put money I elsewhere? think you can go Trent, James, and then Two. 4.5s. Yeah, yeah. I'd get rid of Emerson for a 4.5. Emerson at 4, Emerson yeah. at 4, Neck at 4.1. You can go Lottie. You can go Dunk. You can go... You're just two, playing fixtures um, then. Yeah, and I'd get rid of Emerson Royale at that point too. Yeah, and you got and you got your five playing defenders. Yeah, yeah. You slowly get them out. Yeah, and then yeah. you're probably going to make. So if I look at my team, so I've got Cancelo, Emerson Royale, Saliba. So Saliba at four six. If you're looking at a Johnny, you know, if you're looking at a Johnny at Wolves because you know Wolves aren't going to concede lots of goals. I don't like them playing in a four though. I feel like if I'm going to go for four five defenders, you're either looking at Velt, like Veltman or Dunk, if you really need another centre-back type, that's just going to lock in for a lot of clean sheets. But you want to be targeting your four or five full-backs. That I, I don't know how I feel about this one, but I was about to say the Leicester guys. You know, like Castagna's like locked at right back if they can turn it around. But that's yeah, the type of player you're, look, you're looking at. You're looking at those four or five defenders. Whilst we get talking, I might pull up um, some of the Optus stats for the 4.5 million defenders. And we can start looking at who the best ones have been. I'll do that now. Um, and I might quickly share... Should we do it by points or should how should we rank it? What do you guys reckon, Bob? Just total points? Ex- expected uh, points versus total points. So. All right, yeah, we can, we can look at that. Um... Yeah, we can look at that. So let me share my screen. Unfortunately, for you guys listening, I'll try and make this... Um, as interactive as possible. So on screen now, we've got the top 10 4.5 defenders through four weeks. So for points, so Lewis Dunk is the clear winner at four point. Actually, I might put it up a little bit. We'll put it up to 4.7 because Saliba did start as a 4.5. So I think that's only fair. So Saliba's up front with 28 points with expected of 18. So then we've got Veltman from Brighton on 24, who's gone up to 4.6, which hurts me a little bit because I was going to bring him in, but I couldn't. Dunk then at 22. Fabian Shah at 21, but he had a 15 return. So his expected points is 10. What? And he's got 21. So that's a big return. Then Webster from Brighton. So you got three Brighton defenders in the top bloody five. Uh, three and Dan Byrne. Yeah. And then Newcastle. So top seven is, huh. is three clubs. Yeah. Yeah. I will say with that, you remember Shah's got that long-range rocket in him. Yeah, um, but then you're looking at the expected points. 
and everyone else is pretty well okay. You'd say Webster predicted 17 at 19 as well, and then isn't too bad, but then you're looking at Veltman. For me, Veltman's a uh, bonus point um, option there. So if you can manage to get him in at 4.6, very good option. Our boy Diego Dallo starting to look a lot better now. At at 4.4 as well. He's gone down a little bit. But he's got 13 points. At, he's under his expected points. And I think that's big because they look like they've turned a bit of a corner the last two weeks. I wouldn't be bringing him in right now, but there's an opportunity there to bring him in at some point. So, look, that's obviously from... We can look from game week, sort of. And I'll do game week two. Uh, we'll go with game week three and four. Wait up. That one there. No. And then that one there. So game week three and four. So the last two game weeks, it changes a little bit. So Saliba's got 21 points in the last two at an expected of 11. He's not going to continue this pace at all. Then we've got Veltman at 14 points. Dunk, Dallow, Webster. Zuma's got 10 points, obviously, and he's had no attacking return. So I think that's important to know at 4.5. Then there's Malaysia, who if Malaysia's locked at left back, then... He could be an option. What's he priced at? Malaysia's at 4-4. Four, four. Oh, yeah, he went down one. Oh, same as lot. And then there's Holgate, who I wouldn't go near, or Lorente. No. Nah. But there's options. And that's the thing. There's options. And there's options moving forward. We can look at expected points and things like that too. Like if we go the expected points, it'll be interesting to see who... So the highest is this dude from Southampton, Bella Kotchap, expected at 12, has 7. Has played two games, 180 minutes. He had five shots for Southampton into the last two weeks as a 4.5. I've seen him once in my eye test. Yes, he's a centre back, I think. So it'd be interesting to see. He's had four shots inside the box. He's had two big chances at a 0.65 xG. So this is where something's going on there. I think he's a centre half. Yeah, and then he's got a 0.49 expected assist. Isn't he actually a left winger playing left wing back? I'm pretty sure he's a wing no, back. Playing, he's the. I'm pretty no, sure he's a wing back. Jennifer. They're playing oh, Jennifer. Yeah. Left back. So I don't know. So this is the next one for me. Our boy Castagni predicted eight points, has two, has a 0.48 XG in the last two weeks, but only a 0.1, or has a 0.1 expected assist. So he's someone who you can keep an eye on. There's Michaelenko at 4.5 as well. There are so many 4.5 options that you can look at, but this is where it's important to start looking at some of the data. Thanks, JS, for letting us know that he is a centre-back. So we must be uh, getting on the end of some corners, but this is where it's important because he could be a real good differential. Again, if it's from corners, then you know it's less likely that it's going to be repeated. But it's not a lunchroom bombing through. Potentially. Well, he's more of a midfielder, wasn't he? That was yeah. playing as a defender, but anyway... So there's options. I think Webster again, but I'd rather just go dunk whilst they're both 4.5. But then you've, you've got options. I wouldn't go near the Everton defenders, although there's a few of them sort of sitting in these points. But what have we got? We've got Lewis here asking, do I keep Walker or replace him? It's hard. If you're can de- if you going to do anything, you're probably going to downgrade him, but I wouldn't for this week against Forrest. No, even Forrest. They got I, the youngster. I that young kid they signed, the Spanish kid. Gomez. Gomez. I don't know if he's ready, but and Ake's injured, so that's the other option they have at left back. The move well, Ake will play centre back when he's back because he was playing. Ake there anyway. can play left back. 
they can go Cancelo left. Cancelo I don't right think they will though. Okay, left back. No, he's injured anyway. Yeah, but Ake was starting as the left centre back anyway, so I don't see them tweaking it. No, so he's, he's that option that, that Pep uses. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. But for now, he's injured for now, so I think keep Walker. Yeah, I think we'll, Walker is a hold for at least another two game weeks, and then you start worrying about his rotation in the league. Yeah, I think that sounds about right to me. Um, any other talking points we want to get through before we start looking at some of the info from the Discord? Um, I wouldn't say much. I think for people thinking of wildcarding at the moment, if your team is not in dire straits and you're not like me and ballooned out for like five, six, seven mil, don't wildcard just yet. You're going to get more opportunities in game week 8, 9, 12, 13. So uh, I know there's a lot of wildcards have been thrown around and people being in a wildcarding. I know JS is on a wildcard because he raged and clicked the button. Uh, keep some patience. Yeah, it wouldn't be rage wildcarding. You'd want to be thinking it through before you... Uh... Pull the trigger, but have a plan. That's my advice. Although it didn't come to fruition for us this week, we I still think the enough. thought was right. Like, And the picks we've yeah. put in, like for me, like Danny Welbeck, unlucky that Brighton only had one um, yep. score and he was involved in it anyway. Um, obviously, he didn't get the FPL returns. That was a late pick for me. I was in a four four two, but I think I actually look better with Welbeck for the next few weeks. My other ones... Pun three up top. Three up top is a very very good formation to go fluid with, and if you ever downgrade De Bruyne to a normal midfield, you can always go to a Haaland or Kane if you need to pivot. Yeah, and you're or only two Ronaldo moves away. Stays. No, I wouldn't go near Ronaldo, but anyway, um, unless he gets nailed on. All right, if you're in the chat and you would like to ask us a question, get the questions in as we're talking about some of the things from the Discord, and we'll add them in as we go. But we're going to start with JS and his team here. We're going to share the team here. Yep. It's not ideal. And Should be able to open original and then be able to make it bigger from there. See what happens here. It's a little bit better. In. There we go. All right. So we've got Sanchez in net. JS, if you're here, can you please let me know how much is in the bank to this team as well? Sanchez, Trent, Johnny, Cancelo, Salah, De Bruyne, Martinelli, Gross, Welbeck, Jesus, Tony. He has the exact same midfield and attack as I do. So I'm obviously going to say I like it because my team, there's literally one one player different here between JS and I. So JS has just seen the light. Zero in the bank. I've got um, Emerson as my other defender, like as in Emerson Royale. Um, yeah. And I've got Saliba instead of Trippier. So teams are very similar, JS. So I don't think my opinion is going to matter too much because... If I didn't like it, I wouldn't have it. So, um, well done. The only thing I'd say with Johnny is I don't know how effective he's going to be playing in a four. That's my worry. I think you're taking the clean sheets for the Wolves defenders, but I haven't had much. I haven't looked either, to be fair, but it'd be interesting to see what they look like in a four compared to a three uh, with regards to the, the fullbacks because they've got some really creative midfielders. So, just be mindful. I think if you could, I mean, you can't get to Veltman, but I'd almost rather, or you can't even have another Brighton player because you're locked in, but I'd almost rather a Brighton 4.5 because you know they're more certain. You know what I mean? That's what I'd look at. I'd look at, you know, if you could get the extra point one on Veltman, I would. Other than that, it's pretty solid. He's got free, you've got, got free Brighton there, so he can't do it. Oh, yeah. 
I, I'm you, just you much rather. Sanchez, Raya, and you could go Gross to Leeds midfielder. Harrison. But what I would do there is I would go Welbeck. You've got no what money have you got in the bank? Zero. None. Man, oh, you know what I would do there, JS? I would be moving Trippier down to one of the 4.5 options that we just mentioned that have got points. They'll give you 0.5 of a mil to move Gross up to a Harrison. And that will allow you to then obviously go and get one of the defenders for Johnny if you want a Brighton defender. Um, my next question, my next question to you would be with that side there as well, as I'm going to bring it back on my screen there, so I can have a look at it. Um, is I've got you got De Bruyne, I know you got Salah, you know you got Martinelli and Gross. I'm happy with that. I'm actually happy if you're riding Johnny for two weeks. My plan would be with no money in the bank is where apparently would you it's go got 0.3. Oh, wait, how expensive is Johnny? Johnny four five? Four five. I don't know. JS is rattling me with these comments now. He says the team that was in I have point three in the bank. I just changed so he's taken Johnny out for Saliba and now has nothing in the bank. Okay, yeah. I I don't mind that then. I think that's very similar to what a lot of us are rocking. So that'd actually be very close to my team apart from a couple of differences there. So that back four slash you know, playing defenders. I think having Emerson's massive because I think he's going to make a mockery of four mil. So yeah, same. Fine. And I actually don't mind you holding Trippier through this if you think the Newcastle defense is going to be good. My only issue is uh, they get pumped by Liverpool, Newcastle. How's your resolve for riding for the next few fixtures after that? Yeah, that's yeah, the problem. That's the question. Yeah, Just and then yeah, then in the end, you might be looking in a game week where you have two free transfers down the line. It might be. Where Fernie want to get Trippier down to another option that's in the four or five bracket. That has good fixtures moving forward. So, got a question on screen here from Lewis again. Do you reckon Haaland will start versus Forest? I think it's time Alvarez gets some minutes. So, I'm expecting Alvarez to start. Um, I know they've got Villa and then a Champions League game, but Champions League group games, uh, Dim, I don't think they're going to need to prioritize Haaland for the opening group game of the Champions League. I don't know who they're playing, but. I think they'll play. I think they'll start him the with a short. Oh, the with the Champions League. Well, the thing is though, the, the Champions, Champions League's League. coming after Villa, which is on the weekend. But I think he's fine to play Villa, come off after sixty-five, and then start the Champions League. So I think this is the rest so game. The Champions League, like this, like next. No, no, week, it's next week. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, is it I think Wednesday he's rested this game, comes off the bench, he then starts Villa the weekend, comes off early, and then starts the Champions Villa. League. And I got Sevilla first up. So I think that's what's going to happen. He comes off the bench this week, or well, tomorrow, Wednesday, comes off the bench, starts on the weekend, but doesn't go through 90, and then starts yep. against Sevilla, quick fire, get him off after an hour against Sevilla. I, I would imagine that. I think the one thing that we're all overlooking is this Forest which is at home. Alvarez has not started the game. Perfect time to give me his first, proper first start. Yeah. City at home against a promoted side, he'll be popping up a bit. And I think Pep's going to be thinking that. I think this is a nice game to get him in um, and start him. And then it's a question if you're 4 5 new up early, and do you want to even give Haaland a full day's rest? You probably could. So I think this would be make more sense. Because if he gets a full game's rest, he'll probably play him for 60, 70 minutes against Villa and he'll still be match fit for the Sevilla game. Yeah. So I'm with you. I think this would be the game he comes out, which is the main reason why we wild carded. Because I think De Bruyne is more nailed. Yeah. Thoughts on that, Dom? Yeah, it's just a... You just don't know. It's a pep, pep roulette. You never know. 
Yeah. I'd love to have Alvarez as my team. At 6'5". Whatever he is. Yeah. 6'2". He's gone down. Oh, he's gone down to 6'2". I think it's oh 6'2". Oh, my God. He's almost worth... The minute Helen gets your... injured, I'd take the, the punt there. Man, I, 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 if Is I was... Is he worth um... having a punt just to... No, not yet. Nah, not yet. Not well, yet. Look, I, I, I could have gone... Instead of giving it, I could have gone to him. No, not yet. Been like, hey, but I don't want to do it. Nah, not locked in yet. All right. So, we've got another team coming up. So, if you want your team reviewed, make sure you jump in the Discord. I don't think I've got the code here. So, Dame, you might be able to get the shareable code yeah, for me and yeah, whack it in yeah. chat for me but we are going to share mr rods's team well, i don't know if he's here so hopefully he'll be listening to the stream or the stream he'll be listening to the pod back but this what am i sharing here that's not what i wanted that's what i want so there we go this is mr rods's team at the moment he's gone and brought in pope this week i'm, I'm pretty sure he's wildcarded at the moment so i don't yeah. know what's left in the bank for rods but he's brought pope in when he's got salah robertson and trent so he's kept the the big the liverpool at the back which i don't particularly like as much as i love liverpool robertson's assist was a corner corner bar that he was not involved in the game and yes we we're winning comfortably which is why Simikas came on and got minutes again three weeks in a row though where costa's come on and got minutes I wouldn't be paying the premium money on Robertson yet. Um, he ha he's had a couple chances in the earlier match weeks where he didn't link up with the with the forwards, but I think that money could be used better elsewhere. I think Trent is I, set forget, but Robbo. The reason Damon and I got off him was for this reason was hasn't had the the return. I mean, he got nine points, but it's just not looking as good. I would um, be definitely suggesting to probably downgrade Robertson. Um, I feel like if you want to have a third Liverpool, you can. You can. It's going to be Diaz, though. Diaz. I think there is a differential to be had. As you ride that, you don't get one in now, and then you get Nunes in for Everton when he's returned from suspension. I don't think he'll start, he though. Straight away. But I don't think he'll start straight away either, but that's a differential if you want to have a look at down that one. I think you've got to leave the um, third Liverpool spot open. Yeah. I think you do, too. I feel like the best part of yeah, I think the best Liverpool punt at the minute is one that we talked about the last pod, which was Harvey Elliott. Yeah, but I don't know how he's um, pulled up, though. He came off injured at half-time. Yeah, he, he wasn't 100%. Um, no job security. So I don't know if I would be going for Liverpool just yet. And, you know, me and Paul are Liverpool fans, and if we're telling you, I'm not sure. I think the only one that you can go to is Diaz. So I'd be looking to move Robertson down. Yeah, it's not um, bad, yeah. And look, I, I'll be looking to move Robertson down to Dunk. Um Mr. Veltman. Soup, I'll be looking to do Veltman, Saliba, if you want Rico to go Henry. Arsenal triple up. Rico Henry looked good. Yeah, yeah. there's another one. So for um, the listeners, the team is Pope, Trent, Robbo, James, Fafana. So he's gone early on Fafana, which I don't know how I feel about that. Salah, Rodrigo, Martinelli, Jesus, Tony, Halland with Ward, Reed, Andreas, and Trippier on the bench. So you're going to end up riding Reed or Andreas against Brighton, which isn't the worst fixture. It's not you know, like yeah, Andreas, Andreas for Fafana. Yeah, just for this Fafana week. This week yeah. Unless you want to just roll with Trippier uh, and hope he scores. Or gets when you've got Pope game. already, though, so I don't think you want to ride two Liverpool defenders and two Newcastle ones in the same game, though. Yeah. Pope might get the save bonus. I'll, I'll would, I like Pope as an option, but I don't like him for this run. I'd be looking to probably go Pope down to Sanchez or Raya, point, top of the point five, move Robertson down. I would even go and look at getting Robertson down to 
one of the many options. You could even go to a more nailed on Chelsea asset, Cucurella, um, and then even take Fafana out to another one of the 4.5s if you want to as well. Yep. All right, we've got a few more teams coming through the Discord now, so we'll start moving on a little bit. So if you are here, I don't know, Damage, you managed to get the link in for the... Yeah, I did. You have? Well, I missed it. Have you put it in the private chat or... I don't know, I haven't no, seen no, it. It's in, in the chat, in the YouTube chat. Have you? Okay, I haven't seen it. Fair enough. Um, Should be under Dim St. Harlan's safe. I might be pulled in the 60th minute. I don't know. I'm not going to go through it now. Anyway, um, let's go share screen again to that one. There we go. All right, this is... Oh, that's too big. This is Dim's side. So he's gone and brought in Welbeck for that Dersavoglu dude. Um from Brighton, uh, Brighton, from Brentford. So he's got yep. M- Melier, Trent, Cancelo, Rico, Henry, Veltman, Xhaka, Martinelli, Salah, De Bruyne, Welbeck, and Haaland with Trippier on the bench with De Silva. I think that's really solid, to be fair. To have Haaland, Salah, oh. De Bruyne in there. He's yep. got nothing in the bank, I'm pretty sure. I, that's a solid team, but you, you kind of ham, your hands are tied there. Um, with what you can yeah, do. Yeah, if you're not being the bait, there's not much you can do. Jacques is obviously the well, one. He's made the moves already. Move, but, but he's made his I'm moves already, though. Jacques has been getting in good areas, so I don't mind riding Jacques. Yeah, it's not ideal um, having Jacques. I think he's five. I don't think he's five five. I reckon he's five million. Nah, he's so five. And I think for five, the only person you're pivoting to is Harvey Elliott when he's fit. So I'm happy to ride Or Xhaka down to Reed if you need to make money, probably. Yeah. Or Andreas, because he hasn't got Andreas. Anyway, that's what I'd be looking at. That's fine. Any comments there, Dom? Why you get off your phone? Yeah, sorry. Uh, can't really follow that. Xhaka's a bit. Yeah, I'd rather almost go Andreas and have the money. That's, yeah, it's 0.5 you can use elsewhere. And free up an Arsenal spot. All right. Well, yeah. that's pretty solid though, yeah. Dim. I'll give you that. It's nothing too wrong there. I guess if you want to make money... You're looking at Reese James in for Cancelo. You're looking at Andreas in for Xhaka. And you've got sort of one and a half-ish there to play with. And then you're yep. turning into... Um, Lance can go into a six-mil striker. Could. Six-mil is a bit, bit under, though. Six six mil mil get you you need the extra sort of point six to get to Mitro. Ooh, good question, that. I like that. Yeah, question. I'm going to bring it up it's now whilst we don't have anything shared. Would you captain Rodrigo this week from Thangrit Wichiapong? Welcome to the stream. Who do Leeds have this week? Brighton. No, not Brighton. I just had Brighton. I don't have a Leeds player in my team, so if you guys can check that. Look, Rodrigo. I got Everton. Everton. You could think about it. Surely, though, you've got a City asset in your team. If you don't have Haaland or De Bruyne, then you could. Yeah, Hallen, if you don't have Haaland and you don't have De Bruyne, unless you want to ride Kinsella, who I think could be just as good as the captain's Rodrigo this week, um, then I'll be looking at Rodrigo's fourth choice there. Um, surely you have a Salah and surely you have a De Bruyne, or if not one or the other, or a Haaland. If you have neither of them and you have a Spurs asset, it's probably even worth looking at a Kane or a Son for a captaincy this week as well. Yeah, I think it's tough. Jeez. I think it's really tough. Nah, I honestly, I like honestly think... I honestly think that if you're going to captain anyone that's a differential, Trent for back to back weeks where he goes bang against Newcastle could be a goal as well. Yeah, I don't mind that. Newcastle. Yeah, but Newcastle still conceded three to Man City, though. 
And they did not look good against Wolves at all. Should have really lost that game. So there's a world where Liverpool do <laughs> score goals. And in order to do that against oh. Newcastle, they're going to have to use the fullbacks. I think it's viable, though. All right. We've got one more team here. So keep getting your questions in. We've got Russo. Now, Russo, if you're still here, can you tell me who you're transferring out in order to make this happen? But this is his team at the moment. So Ramsdale, in net. I'm going to assume it's Cucurella, Walker, Trippier as a back three. Yeah. And then the midfield five, Martinelli, Trossard, Salah, Sun, Gross with Halland and Jesus. Van Rama's the midfielder that came out with point four in the bank. And this being his only f- transfer. So I actually like that as a 3 5 2. Point, point 0.4 in the bank. Have you got one more free transfer? He no. Does. That's made. the only. No, no, no. That's the only transfer because uh, he hasn't made it. Okay. I was going to say, okay, next game week, you're looking to get one of these 4.0s, which would be Valerie out to Fafana for sure with point 0.4 in the bank because he's 4 4. What if he just rides this week? I'd rather ride it. Because this week you just grow with Cucurella. You have to play Ben Rama. Yeah, you have to play Ben Rama. No, don't drop Hallam this. I mean, Ben Rama didn't play this week. Ben Rama was on the bench. I don't think they'll bring him back in. No. Russo's other question is: Do you ride? um, Do you get rid of Hallam this week for Ivan Tony? If you got two transfers, maybe. Not with one. I think not with one because with one you can't do anything with that money either. You're gonna sit on five mil. Sit there. Yeah. And Ben, but then so, you're going to sit with Ben Rama and on your bench with five mil, unless you take a hit. Okay, you, pro- you probably take a hit this week. No, I'd take a hit. Rises. No, 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 no. Take a hit. Take a four point hit. Get rid of Hallam for Tony, and then put the money straight on Ben Rama into a good midfielder. It's worth four points. That's okay. worth four points. Like a good yeah, midfielder. A good midfielder is Gross, or it is it is <laughs> Rodrigo. Or Rodrigo, or yeah. Well, but if, yeah, even then, you're still popping so much money. You can put it into a defender afterwards next week. On one I wouldn't just do it on the hunch, Russell. I'd look into what's going to happen with that money. So we're not going to tell you exactly what to do, but I think if if you really want to ride Halland out of this team, you you pretty much have to take that hit, I reckon, because you don't want to take Halland out for Tony and then just have the same team as well. Like You need to make those other those potential points up somewhere else. If you're not taking hits every week, you can get away with it. Like if it's going to net point you into a real positive situation, then I would. What, what's Ben Rama's price? Does anyone know? Six. Uh, if he's six, have you got a fantasy football hub there? Because if, yeah, you, if you're putting, seven. like I, I would almost go Ben Rama to, like, to a Sterling and Tony. It's five, nine. He's gone down by six. All right. Ooh, Sterling. So if you could have Sterling nine, nine. and Tony versus Ben Rama and Halland, what are if you taking? Ben Rama's not starting. Yeah. What are you taking there? Exactly. I'd be going Sterling as an option. I'm not saying you have to get Sterling, but someone in that, you know, I'd like to see a bit more from Bowen still. Um, yeah, I was going to say. I'm Bowen's very keen on Bowen. Yeah, but West Ham have only just scored their first goal. Like, yeah, I know. They look bad, but... You know, he's someone who could come good, but yeah, if you need someone right out. now, Sterling playing up front, I think he's really good to go. Russo reckons he sent in a new team. Oh, I don't like that, Russo. Who's he put in? Rodrigo. No, don't go Cancelo. I would go James. Oh, you've got two transfers. Yeah, he's got two free transfers, which means that's a negative four to make No way. No way. You're just getting... Just get, Ster- like, get Sterling in. 
Don't get Kinsella. Who's a defender that came out? Oh, the Valerie guy. Valerie. Nah, I'm not doing that. Don't go near Cancelo. Oh, no, you don't want two 4.0 defenders, though. The only defender I'd be going up to is Reese James. He's got Cucurella. But then I don't want... So I, I'd, sti I'd still rather have Sterling. I don't know. That's my thoughts on that one. What do you guys reckon? Can you, if he can get to it, he can go... Um, can't go James, then, to get to Rodrigo to Sterling. He has to go to a four and a half. This is a four and a half. Out I'd, there. Go I'd go dunk. dunk. If you yeah, really wanted the defender, dunk. I'd go dunk Sterling Tony versus yep. Valerie Halland and Banrama. I'd take I'm the Sterling you, Tony dunk all day long for the sake yep. of four points. I think you make those four points back Can very you get easily. To it Can you get to that dunk? Sterling yeah. Tony. Cancelo to dunk. How much money you make? Four, five, five, five. He's got a million five, in the bank as well. Two point five mil. Add that on there to go to six, seven, eight, nine plus a mil ten. You're there. Yeah, Sterling's yeah. There. Ten. Yeah, because Sterling's I'll nine go, nine now. I'll I think. go any of the four and a halves. Dunk. And then Tony and. Four and, a half, and yeah, pick there. pick your four and a half that you want because you might not want dunk. You might want a fullback. Pick your four and a half that you want to ride with. You got point two left. There you go. Well done, Russ Bus. He's got there. Now, big question. Dim, James or Trent? Both. Yeah. I think you need both. My both question shows. is... Well, I've already answered the question. I'm actually going James over Cancelo. I could make the move this week, but I don't want to. I want two transfers just in case. Midweek, yep. there's no need. We'll know by Friday. Well, by Friday, we'll have another stream up anyway. We'll go through game week six. But with two transfers and then James with his run of fixtures and the attacking output we've seen from him, I think James... We, we said it in preseason. Why do we need to go against ourselves? We all said James is a must and none of us started with him because we bought into the bullshit preseason height of Chelsea's defences in shambles and we all panicked and we all pivoted off him. Right. just he's been so good every time he's played right wing back. I don't... I, my thing for next season now is going to be don't worry about preseason because Chelsea came in and looked a different side off that preseason. Go with your gut and what you know. Sometimes use it for positions. Use it for where players are going to play, but don't use it to base teams on their system. That's probably what I learned off this preseason. What do you guys reckon there? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, based on what you know, based off previous seasons of yeah. managers and teams... Players. Yep. Preseason. Right. I learned this preseason that preseasons counts for nothing. Yep. I'd agree. Unless you get Blue Jesus. All right. We've got a couple of questions from the Discord here. So, is this early period of FPL the most important part of the season to start making cash so you have the flexibility in the World Cup and um, wild cards? Or if you miss the boat, is your FPL doomed? That's from Dim. I'm not going to say FPL is doomed because I think there's going to be that many players that break into teams and have opportunities that end of the day, you're going to be moving players around anyway. So yes, it's nice to have money, but once you transfer somebody out that's made money, then that's their job done. Like, you know what I mean? You can't then yeah. get them back for that same value you first got them in. So like for me, Trippy, I sold him at five. He's then went up to five, one, you know, like yeah. uh, it's not the end of the world. Like I don't, everyone talks about team value. I, like if, if you're scraping over point one and point two, eh, 
You know what I mean? Like, it's just annoying when you miss out on a point one player. By, yeah, by but by you can normally one, within but... two moves get the player anyway. Like if you care that yeah. much about that, like for me, if it was Reese James, I'd downgrade Gross to get James. You know what I mean? If they're that good, I'll make it happen. That's my mantra. I want the players that I want, and I'll if it's someone who is going to make a huge difference in my team, I'll make the extra bit of money. So for me, it's not the end of the world. I. Just play the game, play the fixtures, do what you need to do in order to get the team you want, number one. For me, I've got my variable players in there. My Danny Welbeck, well, if he goes up to 0.6, cool. If he goes down to 0.4, whatever, I've got money there. I think the bigger question is, do you spend your whole budget? That's where I'm now starting to think, do I want to leave 0.4? Do I want to leave 0.5 in the bank? to accommodate those one or two movements every week. And I think I'm at the point now where I don't really want to ever spend my full budget. What do you guys think of that instead? Yeah, I like that. I think that's a pretty smart idea. Between point, between point yeah, three like and point five, I'm thinking, is I want to have floating cash. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice because no, then it allows you to move in case. These changes between like prices has been ridiculous this year. But that will slow yeah. down as people lose interest. That's the thing. That'll all slow down. So there's no issue there. All right. I think we've got one more question uh, from Russo here. So far, who has been your biggest trap player after four rounds? Has anyone got anyone in mind? Trap. Um, I think if you went double Leicester and then Ward's Traps. trapped you into that as a playing four mil key, yeah. that's a bit of a trap. Yeah. yeah. Go into that Feel one. That. Yep. That's fine on me. We've all fallen off a trap. I didn't. I don't know. I had Ward, but yeah. didn't have both. Oh. Yeah, Ward's fine on the bench if he's a part of, you know, set it's up having the double Leicester. Leicester, Leicester just look honking. Yeah, yeah Rogers um, won't last long. I think your biggest trap's been Mason Mount, if you went with him. Yeah. Start, I need to get very high. Yeah, we pivoted off him early. Um, I pivoted off him game week one. After watching him game week one, we got dragged. I was like, look, Bowden's got Bournemouth next. Yeah, I held him for one more, but not looking ideal. Um, not really involved at all either, is he? Um, That's the big one. Yeah. The other one's been Robertson. Uh, he's not a trap, though. He just hasn't performed. You... Oh, it's not even that he hasn't performed. The first two weeks, he actually looked quite good. He just didn't get any returns. It's, and then he just started coming off. Performed. That's the thing. That yeah, but that's different. I mean, that's different. I think Robert Robertson's no, a bit different, helps. though. He's not like a trend. Yeah, and then you're banking on the clean sheets though for Robertson more than you are for Trent. More for his price too. Yeah, but you, when you he's you're banking on the the consistent clean sheets with Robertson more than you are for Trent because he hasn't got the same attacking return. So you can blame Liverpool like for being the trap. Yeah. Yeah, the Liverpool starting that for. Yeah. And no one saw that coming. No one. Especially did. after the Community Shield. And that's what got me onto Robertson, and that's the problem. Yeah, same here. Preseason data. I didn't have Robertson at all until the last few days. Goes back to the whole thing of not. I know it's a for a trophy, but it's still preseason. Yeah, and it's still. You know, well, against Man City, against Strong Man City, so I thought I oh, looked alright. Yeah. But anyway, um, Lewis, the most underrated goalkeeper is Robert Sanchez. I wouldn't say he's underrated. I'd say he's underowned uh, for how good he is. Valued. Yeah. On uh, four point five. Four five is a fair value, five, but he'll be he'll end up towards the four point eight to five mil mark by the end of the season. I feel like a lot of the. FM, FM, FPL community is talking about him, but the 
generals. Damn, you might want to just move your phone if you can, if you've got an e mic. Um, it's all the way down here. Oh, fair okay, enough. Sorry. Oh, there you go. Thanks, Dom. Um, so that's where you're looking at the lesser the casuals having Sanchez because he's not a, a household name. So you'll make the, the rank on those casual players that would have triple captained and had some interesting picks that have paid off. Uh, but the top FPL managers are all sort of leaning towards a Ramsdale, Sanchez, or Raya really is their three um, yeah. main goalkeepers that I'm seeing in teams um, in the community at the moment. So I, I'm very happy that I brought him in and he got an eight-point return. And I think Brighton are going to keep a lot of clean sheets, which is why we're talking about Lewis Dunk so much as well. And he's someone I wish I could have, but I'm prepared to ride Emerson Royale because Doherty doesn't even look like he's near the team anytime right. soon. So... I'm almost prepared to ride Emerson Royale for the next month. And I don't see him not starting because Doherty will start coming off the bench. Once Doherty comes off the bench once or twice, then I'll start looking to downgrade Emerson Royale. But $5 million for a Spurs defender, big old tick yeah. <laughs> for me oh, there. Yeah. yeah. All right. And you guys didn't back me on that one. We brought it up in the last podcast and you both pulled out of that one. I did. Yeah, I moved the trippy Nah, I'd rather Emerson at the moment. <laughs> look Another at the look one. on him. <laughs> You're talking Another from one. a previous uh, bloody Trippier owner here, and I didn't even get him back in. Because the thought was, if it was the worst-case scenario, two-week swing, you take the two Spurs fixtures and then get Trippier back in after Liverpool. That was my thought, yeah, if I, I looked, needed to. I look too long-term. That's why I'm ah. really, really short-term. Jimenez, two weeks. Another striker, two weeks. I'm going to start doing that. Two-week blocks. Yeah, that's fair. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do four. I'm trying to get it like three out of four fixtures, then good enough. You know what I mean? Like I just, I, if I start looking long term, then I feel like I lose the flexibility in my team to react to things. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, I don't want to get rid of him because in two weeks' time he's got me. It's like, well, we don't yeah. get the points for two weeks' time now. Like, that's my yeah. mantra. And with two transfers a week, you can kind of not two. It's all one transfer a week if you need it. But if you can every two weeks, if you can keep your team in two week cycles. Then that works well. You gotta, you gotta remember if you got the, if you haven't taken many hits, you take one hit <coughs> transfers. If you got two up your sleeve, but more importantly, you can mm. make four transfers for a negative eight. And that's four not bad. Yeah, which is not bad if you play your cards right. So yeah, that's just, it's a mini wild card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I haven't yeah. taken a hit yet because I'm trying to restock my two transfers now because I'm happy yeah. with the general shape of my team. That's I need to decide the only position really. If I pull my team up quickly. I'll put it up on screen as well because why not? Um, if I go, I haven't made a transfer, so I'm going to leave it on the point screen because I don't want to show you guys just yet what I want to do for this week. Yeah. If yeah. I'm looking at this team here, Trent Lock, Emerson is a short cycle lock for me uh, with fixtures of West Ham and Fulham. Then you're yeah. looking at this Man City, Leicester, Arsenal, Brighton run of four games. I don't really want a Spurs defender there. Nah, so game week seven, out. I'm looking at getting off him, which is perfect because I've got De Bruyne. So he's only yep. short term. If he can get me one more clean sheet and one attacking return in the next two weeks and he's done his job at 5 million, Gross is probably yep. someone who I'll just end up riding for a while because up to Liverpool in game week, not even maybe through it. I don't even know. You get the Brentford, Nottingham Forest, and then you get rid of him here and you just rotate him in and out. Saliba's yeah. someone who's just going to sit there and rotate in for good fixtures. Yeah. So you're really looking at Cancelo to Reese James, Emerson Royale down as well. 
which yeah. could really get Danny Welbeck up pretty high here. I don't know exactly, but again, when you're looking at Danny Welbeck and yeah, you're looking at attacking... Go. Well, you're looking at the next four weeks, Dom. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth, maybe three. If game week seven for me is a double transfer, it's money in the bank already because Cancelo's gone down to Reese James. Yeah. It's Emerson Royale and Welbeck both out game week seven with some serious money sitting in the bank. I think you're in a good position there. Yeah, I'll move you. And if Welbeck can get himself up to 6.7 by the end of game week, oh, I'd want to ride him for seven, sorry. So he'd go out in eight. So I'd have all the money there. And in game week eight for Crystal Palace, he's gone because Palace, Liverpool, Tottenham, Brentford's not easy. That's a stretch of four games. That's not easy. So ride him for three more. And I think yeah, that's fine. By then, Skamaka's settled. By then, Mitrovic's fixtures turn. Yep. And you'd have some data on Jimenez. There's not really any 8 million strikers, is there at all? You're then looking at Nunez at nine. But what's, has Nunez dropped at all? Yeah, eight, nine. Mm, it's not yeah, he's crazy. He went up and down. Uh, what am I looking for? Forwards around the nine million mark. And we're going by price. So there's Jota. If Jota is back, well, Jota will be back by then too. So he could be a third could local be, option. Could be, yeah. Um, I wouldn't go near Richarlison. I wouldn't go near Calvert-Lewin. Isaac, we'd have some better data on around game week seven and you bring him in for Bournemouth, Fulham, Brentford, Man United, Everton. Yep. So it could be Alexander Isaac in for Welbeck at that point there in game week eight for Bournemouth at home. I might have just talked myself into that. <laughs> might, he, might, he might have, because it sounded pretty convincing. Yeah, but anyway. That's my thoughts there moving forward. Who would you go for in the Leeds-Everton game? Harrison or Rodrigo from Lewis? Oh, that's Either tough. Or, Everton's crap. Probably start them both. If you've got them both, you're starting them both, I feel. If you got one, it's fine. It's fine. Wouldn't pick. I think Harrison's just got that locked-in role. I know Rodrigo's still locked in at the moment, but... I think long, like again, we don't want to talk long term too much, but Jack Harrison just looks settled in that left wing spot. Everton's bad. Yeah, Everton are very bad. It's, yeah. So take one or the other. All right. Should get a return. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up for tonight in preparation for the midweek fixtures? Dom, you're not changing anything this week, are you? No, I'm going to bank a transfer. Yep. So am I and Damo, we saw him make his. Skamaka. Not Skamaka, Jimenez. (laughs) So there we so go. So yeah, to come back on my screen. If you want to stay in the chat with us, guys, make sure you jump over to Discord. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you jump over to YouTube. At the moment, it's on my channel at Paulie29. Whether we move it or not, I'm not sure yet. I haven't really got the time to rebrand <laughs> at the moment, but we might just leave it here for the time being. Hopefully, you guys have a very good game week. What was it now? Five. Jeez, we're flying ahead yeah, five yeah five and then six of the weekend come to five. Yeah, come to five. so hopefully you guys um score well get in the discord damn i put the link in just before but it will also be in the description it may actually be in the description of this live stream too um but it also will be in the description of the podcast so from us here at the fpl show once again best of luck this week and we'll see you guys in preparation for game week six
again, that sounds pretty scary yeah. to say. Yeah. yeah. 